Welcome to the Hey Listen Games cast. This is your host, Jeffrey Morse. This is episode 77. Welcome to 2018. I know this is the second episode, but we're going to start off today's show by talking all about our goals and resolutions uh, for this year. Joining me here today is Rob Douglas. What's up? And of course, back from last week, we missed you so much, Nathan, the Nathan Wagner. I think I am officially all warmed up now. It's been a week, almost a week, and I'm all warmed up from cold Montana. <laughs> you f- finally are not uh, chilled to the bone anymore, huh? Yes, exactly. Well, uh, <laughs> we've we got a good show for everyone uh, today. Like I said, we're going to be talking resolutions, and then um, there's been rumors about a new Nintendo Direct happening. Uh, as, of, uh, as of this time of recording, it has not officially been announced but a lot of rumors and leaks said it was happening this week, and Nintendo's even been trolling on their Twitter account, like tweeting out like <laughs> things and getting people to guess when it's going to be happening. But uh, we'll be we'll be uh, sharing some predictions and uh, things we want to see because um, whether or not it comes this week, it will probably be in the next couple weeks, uh, we would assume. So you can look forward to that as well. So uh, last year, as you uh, faithful listeners know, we uh, put. Uh, some resolutions into play for just some kind of goals we wanted to accomplish in our gaming habits uh, for the year. And so we are going to give an update, uh, just kind of one at a time, on how we did on those goals. Um, And then we are going to share some new updates uh, or new resolutions that we have for this year after that. So um, I'll go ahead and start. Um, I will start off with the first of my three resolutions that I was most proud of. And I wanted to play through all the Donkey Kong uh, country games. And I can say I played all of the Donkey Kong character games. I played most of them a majority of the way through. I did not finish and beat the boss in every single one of them, mostly due to logistical restraints because I uh, actually picked up Donkey Kong Country 3, the physical cartridge, early last year, which is what kind of inspired me to do this list. And uh, I got, I want to say, I think it's like the fifth world in the game, so pretty, pretty far. And um, my... I accidentally deleted my save. Like I was messing around in the menus and deleted it. And so I started again, but I kind of lost my motivation to go back and finish that game. But uh, um, I did uh, beat Donkey Kong Country 2, uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, and Tropical Freeze. And then I got uh, to the second to last world of the original Donkey Kong Country, but I was playing through that with a good friend of the show, um, Chris Raymond. And so uh, we were doing that co-op. And so I am still waiting to uh, finish that game with him. But um, still, it just this resolution reminded me how much I love these games, and I know you guys didn't really grow up on Donkey Kong Country, uh, but just the fact that I grew up on these games and they still play so well today. They don't look as great the original Super Nintendo ones, especially if you're playing them blown up on a 60 inch 4K TV. <laughs> like those pre-rendered 2D sprites, eh, you know, not, not the greatest well, let's anymore. Be honest, how much? How so much? His fur doesn't from... blow in the wind. Sorry, Rob. No, <laughs> yeah. tropical. Tropical Freeze still looks amazing. Like that, that fur on DK was great. And, you know, we'll talk about it later, but one of the things I'm kind of hoping Nintendo does is do a uh, kind of an HD remaster collection of all the Donkey Kong Country games for the Switch. I think that would be so incredible, and I would be incredibly excited you, if that happened. Do you also want Retro's game they've been working on that everyone has been freaking out about for the last four years to be the third <laughs> donkey kong game in that trilogy i i think it'd be great i think it'd be a good thing to finish off the trilogy they've already made two and just with how the improvements they made from freeze back from returns and then i think it'd be awesome if in the third one they kind of brought back some of the original donkey kong country um animal buddies like squitters the spider and even that maybe the, some of the kremlins or k rule making his you know return of the series but yeah i would i would totally be down for that i know a lot of people are hoping they're working on Metroid, which they're not. So I don't know what they're working on. But, yeah, another Donkey Kong would <laughs> I, be great. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah, and then my other two I did not do a very good job on. <laughs> uh, Fire Emblem <laughs> Awakening, I had that game in my backlog for years. And I really liked it, but it's super hard because I was stupid and selected hard permadeath mode. And, uh, yeah, I, I think oh, I touched that, that game once. Mistake. Yeah, I touched yes. that game once this last year. And the reasoning behind so, that is because of the Switch. Like, I didn't want to play my 3DS. I've played hardly any 3DS games. When I do pick it up, I want to play something light and easy, like Picross or, like, Rhythm Heaven or something. I'm not going to play Fire Emblem where I'm beating my head against the wall. So, 
Did so do you like Ravids, or have you put more time into Mario and Ravids versus Fire Emblem then? Oh, yeah, totally. I've put like 15 hours into Mario plus Ravids. Because those are both yeah. similar strategy games. And yeah, yeah, it, yeah the, it's the similar, but Mario and Ravids, I like way more. Fire, Fire Emblem's more about the relationships and like finding the perfect you know, balance of the strategy. On Mario and Rabbids, you have a lot larger of a field and you're using all projectiles uh, rather mm-hmm. than, you know, close combat and stuff. And um, Mario yeah, and Rabbids, I, I can would... beat most of the most of the levels on my first try. Um, but there's still a good amount of challenge and skill involved that I feel accomplished. While with Fire Emblem, I'm like, I'm going to go start this new mission. I'm going to have to replay it probably 15 times before I beat it. <laughs> it's just totally yeah. different, you know. Yeah, it's a different strategy. Totally. I'm just disappointed that you can't make half Mario, half Rabbit babies like in Fire Emblem in Mario and Rabbids. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, there, there's no... And I mean, I haven't, that's why I haven't finished charged. the game yet, but uh, <laughs> I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Um, <laughs> Mario getting together with Rabbit Peach, taking selfies oh. all over the place. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't think Mario would get together with Rabbit's Peach. I think it's going to be Rabbit's Peach and Luigi. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, my other one was to finish Twilight Princess um, HD. I got that for Christmas last year. And I was kind of telling myself, I should probably finish this before Breath of the Wild comes out. And I got about halfway through the game, and then Breath of the Wild came out. And then I put, like, 80 hours into Breath of the Wild. And I'm like, I, I think I tried it once or twice over the summer. And I'm like, my horse is stupid. It keeps running into things. I can't climb walls. And while I still appreciate that game... <laughs> While I have Breath of the Wild still in my docket that I haven't, you know, really done everything there is to do in that game, I'm not going back to Twilight Princess anytime soon. So I don't feel bad about that. I was really glad uh, uh, my choices that I made. And I just played a lot of games last year in general. Just like I played tons of different um, new games and indie games. And I was pretty happy with the different collection of games I got to to play through. And I do not regret not spending it on Fire Emblem Awakening, even though that's a good game. So. Um, yeah. yeah what about you guys nice uh are we doing i guess we're not we're just going all at once not round robin style um we'll yeah that. i we'll figured we we'll, yeah. we can do round robin for our new resolutions but just kind of okay, cool. quickly update sure. on your once from quickly last update. year um yeah. i will go so my first one was to beat breath of the wild which i did i beat it i think in i got the game in march i think i i kind of like put May, off right actually beat beating ganon until i think it was either may or like the very beginning of june something like that so just a few months that is still like one of my fastest times ever beat a zelda game so i feel pretty accomplished about that yeah i mean skyward sword took you what Mm -hmm. a year so like that was yeah skyward sword was like a year that's like half half the length at least of breath of the wild like yeah yeah Yeah. i put i've put i looked on a switch today i've put 135 hours in a breath of the wild (laughs) now that's crazy and about wow 15 of that has come since I got the DLC. I was so. going to say, you got the DLC. Did you get both DLCs? Yeah, because yeah. it's just a season pass, so it's mm. 20 bucks for both of them. Um, and I played... Uh, we'll talk <clears> about it later, but I played the first DLC a little bit, and then I, the second DLC is really good. I mean, just so the I'm fact really that you can spend you know over 120 hours in a Zelda game, like <laughs> that's never really I know, been right? able yeah, to happen before. It's crazy. And there's still so much of that world that I haven't seen yet, so... yeah. Um, my second resolution was to play more smaller games. I wanted to play more kind of like indie games and games that weren't necessarily just huge AAA big um, third party or first party games. So you spent and... all your playing Mario, Assassin's Creed, and Zelda. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did got, play a got lot more of... indie games than normal. Yeah, like, I, I the, played the a lot Switch more had a lot of great smaller past games. year. Like the Switch kind of made me do that. Um, like Golf yeah, was really really great. I picked up Brawl <laughs> out over uh, Christmas break. Um, I've been playing Sam and Max Curse of the Brotherhood recently. Um, I probably have like eight, nine, like fifteen, twenty dollar games on my Switch that I've really enjoyed. Yeah. So I, I have played a, a lot more smaller games um, this when year. When you guys got you, both of you guys have gotten a lot of review codes from developers to do the to play some of these more small indie games, and so you yeah, guys have been doing a lot of those, and we've been, been really giving great. you guys those reviews and. Yeah, for sure, and that's really great, I think, for us because it gives us a chance to check out more stuff, and then I think for them as well so we can bring more coverage to these games because a lot of them are really good and deserve to, to be talked about more. Yeah, especially oh, yeah, when the Switch is getting, like, so many great, like, titles every week in the eShop or there's, like, so many indie releases. Like, it's definitely yeah, overwhelming it's if like, you... Especially, like, the last month it's been, there's been, like, 
15 to 20 games i feel like every week coming out for the switch and like yeah. maybe 10 of those are actually good decent games that people need to play and check out and stuff like that well it's so. kind of funny because at the start of the year there was almost none and now there's yeah yeah like, yeah well that i think that's <laughs> so why nintendo delayed the virtual consoles they're like we a lot of great indie games coming out in the fall and in the winter we want to kind of give those the highlight i mean to be honest i don't think i would have downloaded brawl and a bunch of other like indie games on the switch if they had mario 64 and talking on country 2 and all these other games that i love oh yeah instead. no not so, at all I think that is yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. But uh, anyways, Nathan, anything else? Uh, the other two ones that I didn't finish was to finish Majora's Mask 3D and beat Pokemon Moon, which are both on my 3DS. And I did actually play like an hour more Pokemon Moon while I was on vacation last week. Okay. It was while we were driving to go skiing. Oh, but yeah. I didn't <laughs> beat any of either of those games. The 3DS, if you have a Switch, um, you know the 3DS is just very hard to go back to after um after playing the switch and so i really love majora's mask it's like one of my favorite zelda games but that's a game that you kind of need to kind of play through like in a big chunk it's hard to like kind of jump in and out of because you get used to the controls and you know what you're doing and stuff like that so every time i've jumped back and i've been like what was i doing again what temple Yeah, I think Majora's yeah. Mask is definitely better. So I struggled with that one. Game. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Well, and, so, uh, and Majora's Mask is Pokemon just one of those Switch. Yeah. All right. Majora's so, Mask is hard, so yeah. Playing yeah. through it all at once would be better. Yeah, so those are my, my resolutions. Overall, I did like two out of four, which I feel like for me is pretty good, but I, I 2017 was such a great year for games. I'm really happy with how many different games I played, and I was able to beat kind of the bigger games that I did want to beat, like Zelda and yeah. Mario and that stuff. So Yep. Awesome. Rob? All right, so I feel like I did okay at my resolutions this last year. Um, <laughs> I'll start with the bad. My first <laughs> resolution was to beat Fallout 3, I'm very proud to say I think I put a grand total of about 20 or 30 minutes into Fallout 3 in 2017. <laughs> so that wow. might be uh, that is the so have you the classic have you game given, that Rob will never beat. <laughs> have you given up on beating Fallout 3, or do you like still want to go back and beat it one day? I do want to go back and beat it eventually. I think part of the problem was I did get stuck kind of in this area where I know how to get out of it, but just kind of the you know. First, per, you know, shooter type games, you just kind of like, oh, I'm just going to master chief this and just guns blazing and go through this. And I've died so many times doing that that I kind of gave up for a while. And all I have to really do is just backtrack and get a bigger weapon and just blow these guys up. But I haven't done that. And I keep thinking like, oh, I need to go and do that. But also part of the problem is Fallout 3 is a huge RPG. And there were so many huge RPGs that came out in 2017 that I put a lot of time into. That I, I think you made the right decision by playing through games like Horizon Zero Dawn over Fallout 3, which came out a long time ago. I think think you're well, good like there. yeah, I was playing. I played Mass Effect Andromeda. I played Fallout or not Fallout 3, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and I've been playing through Assassin's Creed Origins. I do not regret my decision to go on to these newer games, but yes. I will. I do plan to eventually go back and beat Fallout 3. Bold prediction, because... you will never beat Fallout 3. <laughs> calling it 2029. 2029. You can't make a 11-year prediction from now. <laughs> Especially not on this podcast. There's no way we'll still be alive in 2029. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, all right, um, so what was your other so one? Some of my other ones, so uh, probably the biggest one I've updated you guys on a lot throughout the years, I plan to play through my Steam library, Um, Mm -hmm. and I set out to do it A through Z, and I forgot in A through Z, when I set up this resolution, that really, there's also the games that start with numbers. (laughs) So you started there, right? (laughs) I started there, and so I actually beat all of my number games, all of the games that start with A, and... Uh, three fourths of my games that start with B. So I played through, played at least twenty minutes. That was my goal. Played twenty like, minutes. I can't even think of a game that starts with a number other than like nineteen forty two, like that old like airplane shooting game. Like what games start with a number? Did you have a lot of them? I don't remember. I actually had like eight games that started with numbers. Okay. Like because I just was for a long time. I was buying all these big packs of games for like 
there's like 10 games in this yeah, pack bundles. and I wanted five of them. And so then I'd end up with these number games. Like I had three or four number games that I've never even heard of. And I played 20 minutes of them and said, I'm never playing those again. <laughs> those <are cool. laughs> I had a, there was a super cool game that I was playing. It was called like, uh, 12 is better than six. And it's like an old school, like That's Western cool. shooter type game, but it's like top down, like hand drawn style, like stick figure hand drawn <laughs> style, cool. basically. It's super fun. So and you did find also, some good good gems in, in doing this. And there's a good is, one in yeah. the number ones, uh, 80 Days, which is based off of Around the World in 80 Days. It's oh, super, that's like, right. Yeah, I remember right. showing, showing that I one. I really love that game. That's a super fun game. So I had a couple number ones that worked. but nice. So I made it through halfway, three-fourths of the way through B. <laughs> <laughs> Only, what, 22 right. more characters to go? <laughs> oh, I got a ways to go. But um, and then my last resolution was to spend less money on games, and I feel like I did pretty successfully at this. I bought two games at launch: Mass Effect Andromeda and Horizon Zero Dawn, um, or not Horizon Zero Dawn. Sorry, Yokulele, and I beat Mass Effect Andromeda. I feel good about that one. Yokulele, I have not beaten, but I go back and play it every once in a while. And then I went out of that bubble because those were kind of the two big games I was playing on pay buying, and I bought Horizon Zero Dawn. And I bought Assassin's Creed Origins. But I feel really good about the games I did buy, and I don't feel like I wasted any of my money. I feel like I spent way less than I have in the past. So I felt nice. accomplished. Good job, Rob. Wow, that's pretty good. I think I spent more. <laughs> that's because you had a Switch. Yeah, I, the, I the, the Switch, Switch was killer. That was killer got for you guys. You bought a new system. <clears throat> you, got, you got to supply your new system with fresh blood. I mean, I, uh, games. Yeah, fresh blood. <laughs> I, I actually tweeted out on my personal Twitter earlier, earlier today just some kind of like fun facts about 2017 some of the games i played and things i uh uh kind of accomplished on there and so i think one of them was i i think i own over i bought over 20 switch games and i reviewed about a dozen of them as well so like <laughs> i have so many switch games and it's not even out for a year and it's really really cool to see all those icons on the system but at the same time i'm yeah. like crap it's <laughs> i bought a lot of games <laughs> so yeah I think um, I have more games on my Switch already than I did, did on my Wii U, or at least pretty close to it. Yeah, so. for sure. So it's, <laughs> it's a good problem to, for Nintendo uh, fans to have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's great getting you into it, so. Yeah. Um, great. So let's go ahead and we'll just uh, uh, share our new resolutions for the year. Uh, we'll just kind of go through these quickly. We'll just uh, kind of go round robin style. Um, my first one is a Destiny 2 goal I have. Um, Destiny 2 is my uh, third most played game of 2017. I got in about uh, 70 hours in Destiny 2 last year, and it came out you know in the fall. So uh, played that played that uh, quite that a is, bit. That's much lower than I would have predicted uh, at the beginning <laughs> well, of 2017. In comparison, Destiny 1, I have over f I think 530 hours, and so exactly. I definitely probably have not played as much as I did D1 for the first, you know, half a year or whatever it is. But uh, mm -hmm. um, I am looking forward to hopefully jumping into more of the raids. And so that's why my goal is to beat the Destiny 2 uh, Prestige Raid, which basically means, you know, the raid is the final endgame content. You do it with six guys. ton of fun we've talked about on the show here a little bit before. But the Prestige Raid is basically the hardest thing to do in Destiny. You have the basically expert difficulty of the raid. you got to have six people and... Just really, I love doing those raids, and I think it'd be a fun, fun thing to accomplish the the hard mode version of it. So, nice. um, yeah, so that's my one of my my first goals. So, Nathan, you want to go nice. next? Sure. Uh, my first resolution is to beat more games. Um, even though I played a lot of games in 2017, I didn't finish a ton of them. Like, I'm th thinking about Horizon Zero Dawn, Assassin's Creed, um, even Golf Story, and some of the smaller games I played and oh. I didn't finish them. So I want to beat more games in 2018. So my nice. first resolution is to finish at least 10 games in 2018, which <laughs> nice. doesn't oh, come seem on. You can like do that. that much, but yeah. I, so I'm setting a reasonable goal for myself. So yeah, yeah realistic, realistic goal. Yeah. Re Make it realistic. attainable. Make it attainable. All right, Rob. Uh, so my first one is kind of similar to Nathan's. I actually was thinking about this, and I did this kind of in 2017. It wasn't officially on the show, but I set out with a goal to beat about a game a month. And mm -hmm. so my goal in 2018 is to beat 12 games, to finish, completely finish. Um, maybe not 100%, not going for that platinum trophy <laughs> yeah. on all these games. but um, I You need 12 platinums many... by the end of the year, you fail. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I calculate out how many games I beat in 2017, and I actually beat 11 games. Mm -hmm. Nice. I was like one game it's off of bad. 
that. So I was like, okay, I, I right feel like there. this is a real, I feel like this is a realistic goal for me. So I'm, I'm aiming for to finish 12 games in 2018. Yeah. I mean, if November, December comes around, I'm sure you could probably find like a shorter two, three hour game in your Steam library somewhere that could. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> pick absolutely. Up the total. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, so my second goal is to uh, 100% one of my favorite games of this year, Mario Odyssey. Um, I'm at about 750 moons right now. So uh, the max is 999, but I think 150 of those you can just buy with coins. So really I'm only 100 moons away. Um, but I know that doesn't sound like it's a lot, but like the first 100 moons you get in Mario, like boom, you'll get in like two hours by... The last 100 moons you get in Mario, it's probably going to take me quite a while. Like, it's very hard to track those final tiny moons in these big worlds like Toasterina and stuff. So, clarifying question on this can you are you allowed to use a guide in this challenge or no? Uh, no, I'm not using any guides. Uh, okay, but I, uh, I am scanning in uh, amiibos every now and then to help me kind of find the location uh, of where to look. So, basically, what that Mm -hmm. does is I'm not using amiibos to help me beat the game like for like hearts and stuff like i beat all the challenges and bosses without getting like free heart containers because you can do that if you want but uh if you talk to the uncle amiibo guy like i do this sometimes if i've searched an entire i uh world and i'm missing you know two or three stars and i can't find or moons you can scan in an amiibo or pay 50 coins in the game and it'll basically mark a little location on your map of like where to kind of look for that power moon so it's kind of like a hint I, I don't consider that cheating, but uh, yeah. So I may well, be using that's that. All, that's but... all in game. So yeah, it's in game. I feel like if you were so. like forking out money for a loot box or you know going online and searching the re- latest like guide, that would break that rule. So yeah. I feel well, like and it, it just like, shows that, you that's... where to look. It doesn't yeah. tell you the exact like what you need to do to actually. Yeah, it doesn't tell you what you need to. do. I mean, a yeah, lot of those times, tell you how to beat it. the hardest ones are like the hint arts, and like that does not help you with the hint arts. Like you have to think really abstract because you get these weird photos. You have to go to another world and stomp on a ground somewhere. And so, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to that challenge and continuing um, that up for sure. Nice, very cool. Um, my uh, second one is to actually uh, platinum a game in 2018. Um, nice. I have, I do have one. Telltale games don't from count. A Telltale game, <laughs> so Telltale games do not count. I'm putting good. it out there now. Good, good. Um, but I, I, yeah, I've never really platinumed a game before, so I think it'd be cool to do everything and see everything yeah, in a game. Nice. I'm not going to choose some crazy game that's like insane to try and get platinum on, but I'd love to get a platinum in something that's relatively easy and not mm. a 300 hour time sink. So nice. Yeah. One of my most fun platinums I went for was uh was Rocket League. Uh, all the achievements in that game were really fun to get. Um, and then once you get all the, like the fun ones, which you have to do different things and stuff, pretty much the last one I got was just, I think get 150 pieces of gear, which you just get if you play 150 matches. So, um, that's the one I recommend going for if you like rocket league, uh, still, okay. but, uh, yeah. Cool. I'll have to check that goal. out. Rob. Um, I feel very accomplished because I actually platinumed my first game in 2017. So <laughs> yes, you nice. did. Right. Zero Dawn. If you want an easy one. 80 hours. <laughs> 80 hours. Okay, that's a lot better than a lot of games. What? That's, that's it doesn't take 80 hours. I did like 50 hours. Okay, but I beat the game and Platinum Horizon Zero Dawn in 80 hours. I was looking at my time thing. I was like, I, I did a lot of extra stuff as well because I just that's robbed completionist RPGs. I like doing <laughs> that stuff. So, you he know. read every text bubble and everything like that. <laughs> Jeff skipped all of the text as fast as you can. Hey, I enjoyed the lore in that game. Okay. Lore okay. is super great in that game. It is uh, awesome. But anyways, my next resolution falls into line with uh, last year's resolution as far as the Steam library is concerned. But I am um, totally going to do the uh, Steam library one again. Okay. Um, so I'm going to be doing A through Z, uh, but this time I'm saying I'm going to kind of narrow the field down. So basically okay. I'm going to be B through E. B okay. through so E. So B, C, D, E. All right. So you're yeah. So that's, a that's the goal. Four letters? Letters. Okay. Right. I think so, you can do that. not a ton of games that start with C, right? Well, that's, that's the thing. I was looking at my library. I did this based off realistically off of the games I have in my library. I don't have a ton of games to start with C. I have all six list. Contra games? Uh, <laughs> I played those for the NES or SNES or back in the day. That is kidding. But no, there's not a lot for C, and there's not a lot for E. 
although in my library I have both I have two Elder Scrolls games under E, so those might go. put in a few. That might be the stuff. that might be the uh, finish off the year on <laughs> Morrowind and Oblivion. So, all right, all right. Um, nice. Well, my last goal is has to do with my Super Nintendo uh, Classic. That was uh, one of my uh, consoles that I got last year. Uh, still, really, really love the system. I I play it still almost every week. Um, and I've really been kind of enjoying going back to a lot of my favorite games that I played as a kid and stuff. And that's what I've used it mostly for is, you know, I've spent, you know, two to three to four hours on like some of my favorite games. I'm just kind of rediscovering. Um, mm-hmm. But my goal is for this year is to play all the 20 games that shipped on the Super Nintendo. Kind of like what you do, Rob, where you uh, play for at least 20 minutes, you know, kind of get a feel for it and stuff. And then you can stick around longer if you want or move on to the next one. And so, yeah, um, I want to just kind of play through each one of those. And I thought it'd be fun to kind of give updates on the show, um, you know, every week or two of what the new Super Nintendo game I, I tried out. Um, because I like playing a lot of classic games, but I feel like we don't talk a ton about classic games on the show just because, you know, we try to keep current in the gaming news. So mm-hmm. I thought it'd be fun to kind of focus on that and play through um, all 20 of those games. And no, I'm so not going to, you to complete percent Final Fantasy. No, I'm not going to complete Final Fantasy three. I got forty minutes into that game, and then I got like roasted by a super snail or something, and it kicked me all the way back to the main menu because apparently I hadn't found a safe place. I'm like, no, I'm done. <laughs> like, I skipped. So I, most people, I think, say that that Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy three or Final Fantasy six, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is the best Final Fantasy. Six. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I appreciate what it was doing, like the art style, the music, like it was all. Mm pretty cool even though i don't really like jrpgs but uh yeah 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 i don't know if i'll be able to, to put too much time into that so we'll see yeah, yeah. Final, sure. a lot of them say final fantasy 6 is the best one but 3 is up there in the tops a okay. lot of people like number 3 yeah so well they're the same one it's just 6 it was 6 in japan and 3 in yeah, a different name yep. based yeah. on the region so yes exactly. all right nathan uh, my final one is actually similar to one of Jeff's. It's to get to 600 moons in Mario Odyssey. Yes. I don't think I, I can achieved Nathan's that resolution game. already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can 100% that game. Like I'm not that dedicated. I think I would get very frustrated. But I think 600 is like a good goal to try and get to. And I actually yeah. like once I beat it and kind of went through the first world you unlock after beating it, I haven't really gone back to it a lot since then. Like oh, nice. I haven't probably played that game in like so you're saving it. a month or something like that. Yeah, so I, yeah. I want to get back in there. Well, you've been playing Assassin's kind of Creed, haven't you? I've been playing a lot of stuff. I've you're playing been Madden playing last Skyrim night, you? <laughs> lately again. Yeah, I I rage quit on Madden. I was playing it after the uh, college football championship last week. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been bouncing around a lot lately. Nice. All right, so yeah, six hundred moons game. and Mario. That's it. That's a good one. I think you can do totally do that. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. All right, Rob, last one. Um, so in finishing twelve games this year. I also was thinking about, like, I have a lot of, like, 360 games that I started a long time ago and I have not touched in a long time, as well as some PlayStation. I have a PlayStation 2, and I have some PlayStation 2 games that I haven't played in a long time. And so I was kind of thinking, like, you know, like you, Jeff, we don't talk about a lot of classic games, so I was kind of thinking, I want to set out with goal to beat, like, five games from my backlog, um, it could be included in my beat 12 games this year or yeah. not just depending so like on, you know, purposely going back to some older <clears throat> games. You yeah. And so like making sure I go back and I play through, like I have fable two and three and I started fable two and got about halfway through and never finished it. And I want to mm-hmm. finish both of those. Like, uh, fable three is the best wait. fable game. Is, is this an <laughs> RPG series that I've been all the games in and Rob hasn't wait, what? I didn't know you yeah. haven't beaten the Fable games. I feel so oh, proud of myself uh, right first now. One, I've played through and beaten the first one twice. Well, yeah, the first one's amazing. The other ones aren't the as good. The first one's but incredible. I've still played one... through all three. I, I yeah, just give myself a pat in the back here. Yeah, I kept getting into Fable 2 and then getting an Assassin Creed um, yeah. <laughs> and just losing track or getting the latest Halo game. I also have uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, I'm thinking about beating, trying to beat that one, as well as I also this was an easy one. Um, Halo Reach. I never finished Halo Reach. Oh, seriously? I know the story because obviously. Yeah. But I yeah, dude, got about halfway. I got about halfway through it and then never went on. I, that's so. like 
one of the best Halo campaigns. Yeah, I know. It's so super fun. I really enjoyed it. it. So I'm going to go back. Dude, I got we, my 360 fixed. So We should do this block. together like in co-op sometime. Like Next time you come That'd up, awesome. all three of us like jump into the campaign or something. That's going to be fun. You know what would be sweet? We should see if we can stream yeah, totally. all of us playing a Halo game campaign or something <laughs> legendary. That would be really fun. I, I, uh, my capture device lets me capture on my 360, so we could totally do it if, if, uh, do it. if we're up for it. So. Let if us know you're if you like that, it. guys, yeah, <laughs> hit us up on our Twitter at HeyListen underscore games and let us know if you want what if you want to see us play through a Halo game and which Halo game. Yeah. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at HeyListen underscore games. Um, so we've spent uh, about the first half of our episode talking about resolutions. It's been a good conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I think we have some some uh, fun goals for this year. And uh, as always, uh, you, the listeners, you guys can um, – uh, hold us accountable and make sure uh, we're doing that check-in with us. And so um, you guys just want to jump straight into kind of our Nintendo Direct rumors, and then we can yeah, hit so some news if we want afterwards. Sound good? Sure. We might save some yeah, of our news stories for next week. Great. Um, so this is Nathan's idea. He thought that we would give um, two announcements that we kind of want out of a Nintendo Direct or the next Direct, whether it's this week or whenever. Um, so two announcements we think will come, um, and we'll just kind of go around Robin style. And yep. we'll do two announcements we want, and then also two announcements that are more predictions. So, like, <laughs> I want to be like, happen. I really, really want this, but predictions more like, okay, maybe a little more realistically, this is what I maybe expect to see. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, Nathan, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Sure. I'll kick us off. So, my number one hope for the January Direct is the Switch Virtual Console to be announced, launching with GameCube games. Um, like the day of the direct or something like that, like available now or <laughs> yeah. available after this direct. That that'd would be, be that'd so be perfect. So great. And I'd love for them to do, um, I have a couple wants I want. I really want Luigi's mansion because I've never mm, played yes. through the original. I and I think that that's a kind of very unique game that would go really well on the switch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dude. and then the other games I really want is that I think it'd be cool to do the original Metroid prime. Mm. Um, especially if mm. they're trying to hype up people for Metroid Prime 4 and stuff like yeah. that. You can even put Metroid I... Prime 1 and 2 in like a little pack together and that would get yeah. people excited. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. And I kind of want the original Animal Crossing from GameCube just because like that one has the most nostalgia for me. It's still my favorite Animal Crossing, even though <laughs> like New Leaf is a much, much better game. Um, I really like the way that game is laid out, and it has the NES games in it, so that's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, if they don't give you a virtual console for the NES games, you can just play them in Animal Crossing GameCube. <laughs> no, exactly. th- they'll never put the original Animal Crossing out because of that. It's the same thing with like uh, any other game that has classic games inside of it. So like, um, I'm blanking on the, the name. Oh, Mario All-Stars. Like, they're never going to release Mario oh, All-Stars yeah. as a normal yeah. $8 like, Super Nintendo download. Because there's five Mario games, they could sell each one of those for five to ten bucks each. Like, <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. But yeah, no, that those that'd be awesome. I would. I have I think over twenty twenty five GameCube games in my collection still. Like, I love the GameCube. I played it a ton over the break with my yeah. brothers. But I would totally rebuy a lot of my favorite GameCube games just to you know have them anywhere and just kind of have an excuse to go through them again. So yeah, yeah. So, I was thinking about like. GameCube games, and I was I saw a video about Super Monkey Ball, dude. And I was I like, love Monkey Ball on the Switch. This I is want so great. Super Monkey Ball on the Switch. Yes, 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 please. Nintendo Monkey so Ball, Nintendo One and Monkey we Ball know Two. You're listening. We know you're listening. <laughs> uh, Super think, Monkey Ball Two specifically. I think it was Sega. Sega published that game, right? Yeah, Sega made that. Yeah, game they did. So, that was an awesome. Yeah. Work out a deal with them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Um, my uh, first want that I have, I mentioned it earlier, was I want a remastered <clears throat> collection for um, uh, just to be announced. So, like, you know, Sony's been doing this a lot late, lately with, you know, the Crash <coughs> remastered collection. They did a Wipeout uh, remastered collection. Shadow of the Colossus is coming out next month remastered. Um, so I just want them to announce some type of remastered collection. Um, the three that really come to mind is Mario Galaxy remastered collection. But one and two like there. HD. Yeah, yeah, HD on the Switch. You know, take out the motion controls so it works. You know, without that. Um, and then, so Mario Galaxy, I would love Donkey Kong, especially if it had the original Donkey Kong Country games in there remastered. I didn't think I'd ever want those old Super Nintendo ones remastered because you know the graphics and the art style is so kind of nostalgic for me. 
But I saw yeah. um, over the break there was a guy who did kind of an Unreal uh, uh, demo that he put together that was he remade the Bramble Blast um, iconic stage from Donkey Kong Country 2. And, like, it looked so great. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need a HD, like, you know, redone version of the original Donkey Kong Country games. That would be so cool. Um, but I would, I would settle for Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze, just the retro ones even bundled together. I think that would be um, great. Um, so Donkey Kong, Mario Galaxy, or uh, Super Smash Bros. I mean, at this point, we all know Smash is coming. Uh, I don't really care if a new Smash Bros. comes out for the Switch in the next year or two. But give me something Smash to play. Like, re-release Melee HD, maybe make a collection with, you know, all the old Smashes. Put Smash 4 out with, you know, all the best features from uh, the 3DS and the Wii U one combined in there. Maybe throw, you know, Ice Climber, Snake, a couple other characters that people have been wanting back in. And, you know, that's easy money. And that would be amazing to have Smash anywhere I go and be be able to kind of finally... Send my Wii U off to rest because that's the only reason I have my Wii U plugged in still. For Smash, Dude, so I was uh I was reading on uh what people would want in New Smash, and one of the modes someone said was they wanted a mode kind of like a Marvel versus Capcom mo- mode, where for each life you would like be able to select a different character and stuff oh, like that yeah. and play through that like a tag like, team. That would be, yeah, like a tag team or something like that. I was like, oh, that would be a really great mode to put in the next Smash. Yeah, that'd be. I cool want them to bring back Target mode from uh Smash sixty four. Break, Break the, the targets. targets. <laughs> Break yeah. the targets. Yeah, more mini games than you know, just things to mess around with. So is yeah, things like a, that. Always a good thing. You can uh, drop Smash Up or Smash Tour, whatever it's called. Yeah, well, yeah. I know they. What was it called? I think it was called Party Smash or something. There was a mode in the 3DS version where you basically ran around for five minutes and like defeated random computer enemies from different like you Nintendo games. Up. Yeah, and you powered yourself up, and then it kind of had that idea where you basically you had to kind of unlock characters, if I believe, if mm-hmm. I remember this correctly. And then when you died with a, your Peach character, you went with the other one. Maybe it was Smash Tour, but they kind of had yeah, the idea kind of in there, like but making it less gimmicky and just straight up, all right, choose your two fighters, and those are your two stocks. I think that would be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, be good cool. idea. Yeah. All right, uh, Rob. Um, so I actually made this one before I saw what Nathan had written down, but I want. You know, virtual console on the Switch um, with backwards content. So, obviously, having, you know, they're going to have the NES, SNES, but also I want like 64, GameCube, Wii, Wii U. Like, yeah. let's just put the whole collection on virtual console. Um, well, with GameCube, the they've, never, they've never put out on virtual console. Like, Never I know, no, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the Wii was backwards compatible, so like you could play your old GameCube disc and use your controllers. So we didn't really need it. But the Wii U, they kind of promised that it never happened. So it'd be great to finally get GameCube games kind of like re-released because the GameCube's been the one system that you know all your games have kind of been stuck. You know, they've never been re-released. On that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and add in the Wii and add in the Wii U some games on there that you know haven't totally gotten over onto you know, newer systems have been re-released yet. So that way just cover, you know, kind of the backwards, just like everything. I mean, just want a Nintendo everything box. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> everything box. Just well. like this, like these Nintendo nerds, like you guys, just like you go to your Switch and it's like 400 icons from every Nintendo <laughs> game ever. Oh gosh. I mean, as great as that would they be, put, I, like, I, I want that, but I, I still just really want them to do a remaster collection because I think that would be yeah. a little more focused. Realistic. You could, and, you could get it all together in one new bundle with a new box art, which would, you know, makes my collector side happy. And then, you know, to see those games looking a little bit better. And, you know, with the Wii and the Wii U, they were so gimmicky with a lot of games with mo- tacking on motion controls or doing second screen stuff that I think some of those games would have to kind of be reworked or remastered. You know, you can't just, yeah, like, you, you can't, you can't port over Nintendo open. land, for example, like that wouldn't, that wouldn't work. <laughs> no, which but, would, which is disappointing. That was a, that was a highlight of the Wii U. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That's a, one of the most underrated party games ever. Um, uh, right. Jeff, what's your uh, second want? My second one? Um, yeah, we'll Nathan. Go, we'll go. No, go Jeff. We'll do uh, Snake Style. All right. Yeah, okay. That's fine. Um, so my second one, if you know me at all, I've been begging Nintendo for years, ever since we started this podcast, New <laughs> F-Zero, Captain Falcon needs to make his triumphant return to the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, Nintendo has said, you know, we've been waiting 
we have nothing with F-Zero because we haven't thought of any new ideas and we've been looking at ways to bring it back. They've disrespected the F-Zero brand by putting that crappy Nintendo Land minigame with the motion <sighs> controls and like all the stupid bombs and stuff on the course. And it was like two minutes long. And like Ken Falcon is such an iconic Smash Bros. character. People love him. And, you know, I've been, I played Wipeout this last week. Or not Wipeout, uh, Redout on my PS4. Redout, yeah. It looks pretty. It's in 4K. You know, it's really fast. It feels kind of like F-Zero. But, like, all these games, like Redout, Wipeout, uh, Fast Racing Neo, like, while these games are fun and kind of scratch that itch, they don't have that Nintendo, like, uh, that look. Like, they don't have the crazy characters that that you fall in love with. Like, you're crazy. Samurai Goro, Pico... You know, all these different weird eclectic cast and, you know, cheesy over-the-top voice acting. Like, I need a proper F-Zero game with all that, uh, all the bells and whistles and polish that a Nintendo game has. And, you know, HD era, we have online. You could totally do giant online races um, on the Switch. Take it anywhere. It's, I think, a no-brainer for Nintendo. So, give me a new F-Zero. Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, my second want is I want Animal Crossing on the Switch. I want it to be announced that it's coming out this year, maybe like August or September or something like that. I want it this year and I want it now. <laughs> early fall game. Uh, <clears throat> Animal Crossing, they just released on mobile, and I had a lot of fun with it, but it also made me realize why I love the console version so much. And I think the mobile version kind of promised that they could do a lot of new stuff with it, like the whole crafting system and stuff like that. Um, they could kind of integrate some of that stuff in and give players a lot more to do in the game, mm-hmm. which would um, also give you a lot more to do with kind of the fish and different things that you collect as well and stuff like that. So they're really just going to reskin uh, Stardew Valley with <laughs> animals. <laughs> Stardew Valley is really, really great. Um, but Animal Crossing is, um, while it's kind of similar in premise, it's actually a very, very different game. They're very it's different. like Stardew yeah, Valley, but, but like yeah. not as fun. So that's what, that's what <laughs> no, Animal no, Crossing no. is. Animal Crossing is just a completely different kind of game. It's still really, really fun. Yeah. It looks similar like, on the outside, but like once you actually dig into yeah. like the actual gameplay and the way the mechanics yeah. and the progression works, they're yeah, totally it's, different. It's, yeah, it's sure. very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah but, true. Yeah, I think the second year of the Switch, um, there's a lot of people. The Switch is super popular, and I think it would help grow it mainstream popularity because Animal Crossing is a game that reaches out to a lot of people who aren't hardcore yeah. gamers as well. Well, with how popular yeah. that game and that IP and that series has been, like... It's yeah. kind of strange to me that the only Animal Crossing we've gotten like in the last, you know, 10, 12 years is New Leaf on the 3DS. And that was like five Yeah, the years last ago. console <laughs> one we got that wasn't on 3DS was City Folk, which was 2008. And that was probably the worst Animal yeah. Crossing game. So we've, like... we spent a decade waiting basically for a new console Animal <clears> Crossing <throat> game. And there was the 3DS one, which was great, but like nothing on the Wii U. We have a, one on the mobile, but it's not really a full game. So like... I mean, it has to be coming this year. Yes, yeah, I assume so. I hope. I, hope so. I really hope so too. I hope I so like, for you, Nathan. I know you've been waiting. Yeah, I feel like patiently. the Switch is the perfect console. <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like really the Switch is. is the perfect console just to to have an Animal Crossing game. It fits that like not quite the mobile, but quite it's, it fits that mo of what Animal Crossing is trying to do. Yeah, totally yeah, for sure. So, what's your last want, Rob? All right, so my last want is we had an NES classic. We had an SNES classic. <laughs> all the rumors, all the papers, everyone's talking about it. Give me a Nintendo 64 classic. I will be first in line. <laughs> that would be awesome. I, can, I cannot disagree with you there. I haven't bought any of the other two classics, but I would 100% <clears throat> shell out 100 bucks. I play those ugly games on my TV. <laughs> like the the NES and the SNES, I had some great times with those games. I love those games. Going back is a great nostalgia factor, but I lived and breathed the 64. <laughs> like my Nintendo <clears throat> geek out days were the 64. So yeah. Nintendo, give it. Yeah. Well, Let's I go. think so many of us. I don't us care if it's a hundred dollars. Were... I will pay a hundred dollars for this. So many of us that were '90s kids, like we may have, you know kind of had an nes or super nes growing around but like n64 was the hype machine like that was what it was we all wanted to play birthday parties that's what came out when we first started really liking gaming so like i think that would sell really good obviously with people of our demographic you know guys Mm -hmm. in their 20s and stuff so that'd be awesome And, and just as an owner of the nes and super nes classic like i just have to speak to the convenience of the system itself is so great like i have a big nes and super nes collection in real life, but I 
don't play them a ton. But since I got the NES and Super NES, just because they're there, they're plugged in HDMI already to my TV. You turn it on, you can jump straight in with a suspend point. You can rewind. Like, it's so convenient to play any of those games so mm-hmm. quickly. Like, it, it's a no-brainer. Like, this should happen, and it would be fantastic. Like, neat. Do this, Nintendo, please. <laughs> That's a great right. The only problem yeah. is the controller. <laughs> yeah, I don't no, know what they're going to do with that. You need the classic controller. You cannot oh do gosh. this with the with like a GameCube or anything. You need the you need one more hand to actually humanly <laughs> Look, use this. That controller is going to be like three times the size of the mini console. Of the console, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be it great. The box much bigger. We'll see. Right, uh, so that's what we want out of the this january nintendo direct what do we actually think will happen because i think a lot of times as fans like i've seen it on the internet just looking at people today being mad about the fact that nintendo mm-hmm. didn't announce a direct today people kind of start going crazy what do we think will actually happen um jeff what's your first prediction um well, my first one was you kind of already mentioned it but animal crossing i think that's inevitable it's gonna be announced um i think it's just gonna be announced this year i don't know uh, the timing, I think summer would be the mm-hmm. earliest, but most likely probably pushed between that summer uh, into into the fall. It won't be like a November game. won't be late year, but I think summer, fall. Um, so Animal yeah. Crossing will get announced. We'll see something on that. Um, and then my other one, uh, this one's a little more bold, but I think we'll get a first look at Metroid Prime 4. I don't know if we'll get like a ton of gameplay or anything, but I think we will get something about Metroid Prime like 4. To keep that Keep the hype train rolling. Probably a trailer. Um, probably just setting up a very basic premise to the plot and maybe, you know, just a few sec, uh, 10 second sizzle reel of little snippets yeah. of gameplay. But I think we'll see something because Nintendo's going to remind everyone that that game's coming. Even if it's going to be a while, I think Nintendo's already committed. Like they've sh- shown that this game exists and they got to uh, remind people that this game mm-hmm. is coming out. Even if it's not this year, they got to keep it they'll, they'll probably announce it as this year at the end of the year but then obviously like delay it for like for it'll get delayed two, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah yeah i would be shocked if that game actually came out in 2018 yeah yeah but yeah cool. metroid prime 4 i think i think we'll see something nice uh rob uh so my predictions there's going to be a mobile game of some kind announced i'm not you know i, I put down a couple of like f-zero metroid Star Fox, yoshi kirby like nintendo announces one... a mobile f-zero and not a right? full console i'll be so upset <laughs> that would be like... I, I would like want that to happen just to watch like your video reaction <laughs> right please have a video reaction of that i don't like, want to tilt saying... my smartphone around and <laughs> spin it around to attack people now oh, it's God. gonna be awesome no, I'm just thinking because we've seen a little bit of a habit, you know, a little bit of pattern. They had the Mario mobile game, they had a Fire uh, Emblem mobile game, we had an Animal Crossing mobile game, and we're we're kind of rumbling, thinking that these games, you know, Mario already had its full releases, Mario Odyssey, uh, Animal Crossing. <laughs> we'll probably have an announcement for a full Switch game. We yeah. we'll probably see a Fire Emblem full game, a new game, yeah, on Switch here in the next year or two. So. What's the next mobile game? And yeah, yeah so I'm, I think a mobile game will be announced. I don't know what character. If I had to bet money, it'd be Yoshi or Kirby. Mm, if yeah, I want it, if I wanted to be honest with what I really want, Star Fox or F Zero. <laughs> it will not be Star Fox. I want to see F Zero. No, gonna, I want to see a mobile F Zero literally just for Jeff's reaction. <laughs> <laughs> pay pay three ninety nine to. Upgrade your orbs and unlock the final Grand Prix. No! <laughs> yep, exactly. And then uh, my other... Yoshi or Kirby? Well, I, I think that could totally happen because they have Switch yeah, games coming I out. I see that. And right. they have pretty mainstream appeal. Like, anyone can play those games. They're fun yeah. for more hardcore gamers because there's a lot of extra things, ways to challenge yourself and collect. <laughs> but it has that cute appeal, too. So, like, you know, random... People will just download just because Yoshi's adorable and kids will play it and stuff. So. And Kirby's great. Yeah, those yeah. are the type of games that would be really they would sell well. Yeah, but they would do well. Um, <clears throat> and then my other prediction, uh, since Jeff did both of his predictions, my other prediction is that we're going to get uh, a Smash, a Mario Kart, or a party. And if I had to make a bet, it's going to be a Smash. Wait, new Smash um, or a Porto well, Smash? A new Smash or like new Porto Smash. Smash? Ooh, new Smash. That'd be amazing. Announced. Announced. That would be crazy. I mean, they usually announce it and then do like two years of updates on it. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's possible. Dude, that imagine the hype explosion if they announce a new Smash. Like 
this month, like for the Switch. Oh my like, gosh. I mean, the Switch is already selling well enough, but people would, I mean, people bought Wii U's just for Smash 4. Like, just to play Smash That game had like a 50% attach rate, and like, I'm sure. Well, we haven't had a Smash, Switch. you know, Smash 4 was the last Smash we had. Yeah. Just what, we're on a new almost four system. years ago now. Or four years ago, over three which, years ago. You know, yeah. if you look at the the gestation period between Smash games, it's about that long. So, I think yeah. we're going to get a new one here. Well, yeah, I mean, if but, it's announced now, it comes out in a year or two. Like that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they can do all the crazy character updates and all that stuff. Yeah, the character cool. reveals for Smash Four was one of my favorite things about. Being oh a Nintendo gosh. fan and the Wii U arrows, so so much fun seeing those new trailer uh, character announcements. Oh yeah, exactly. They were awesome. Cool. Uh, so my first prediction is that the Kirby and Yoshi game that they talked about earlier this year, they're both gonna get confirmed to be coming out in the first half of the year. They'll give them both release windows. Mm-hmm. I think Yoshi or Kirby will probably come out something like April or something somewhere around there. Hmm. Um, we already have Bayonetta one and two collection for February. And then Yoshi will be like a June, maybe a July game or something yeah, along those lines. Summer. Nintendo likes yeah, that kind of going on here. I like it. That June uh, around E3 window, like that's when Arms came out last year. Yeah, yeah, and Nintendo, um, like their goal has kind of been to have like at least one game every month or every other month or something like that with the Switch. And I think both those games, along with the Bayonetta collection, would be a good start for the year. That would be great. Yeah. And then my second prediction is that the original Red Dead is the original the new one is going to come out on the switch neither march or april Ooh, so, that'd be awesome yeah uh la noir got ported to switch came out in november yeah and red dead redemption 2 is supposed to be coming out sometime this year probably like may or something like that if i had to guess uh-huh. um mm-hmm. and i think the original could totally run on switch and i think it makes sense to do a port there and kind of get people excited about the new one and stuff like that even if it's not going to be on switch give switch something yeah, um, yeah. because it yeah something it would make cool. perfect sense so. to port it to the system right before they launch the new game yeah because then you get people hyped and then they all go out and buy new systems so that they can play <laughs> the... yeah well um with red dead i would love that to have it on the switch that'd be so great i think that'd be a open world game that i'd totally be interested in other than the fact that I've already restarted my Red Dead like game like two or three times and I still haven't beaten yeah. it, so like I wouldn't get it just on principle for that, but like I would totally pick it up, you know, maybe later on a bargain yeah. deal just to have a not to know, fun beat, open world game on there. Not to beat a dead horse, but oh. would would you play Red Dead Redemption like you have in the past? <laughs> Would you tie poor innocent people every, to tax and every playthrough? Um, it you know is a fresh start, so uh, you know uh, any anything could happen. It just depends how John Marston's feeling when he wakes up that morning. Is he angsty? Is he uh, a little bloodthirsty? Does he feel heroic? So you know, that's a great thing about those Rockstar games. You can really do anything. You can do something totally different, out of character every day. That's so. true. That's true. That's true. I want well, uh, in Red Dead Two. You are the supposedly the villain, so you can do even more. Of that stuff in Red Dead. It's YouTube. true, Jeff. I want to see such a you do person. a YouTube or a Twitch series <laughs> where you just do a day in John Marston's life, and you just like start the pod, you start the stream, and just go today. John Marston is feeling happy and friendly, and he's going to go around and do all the nice things. Drinks for and everyone. Like, I'll let you like win at poker. Day, you're like John Marston is feeling really angry. I'm going to go shoot up the bar that I bought everyone drinks in like yesterday. <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, this this is uh, actually a pretty good idea. We'll have to we'll have to see if we do something like this. Yeah. So um, th- those are our hopes and wishes and predictions for the Nintendo Direct. I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but I do think there will be one sometime during the month of January for Nintendo to kind of outline the year yeah. and give us some updates on key games and stuff like that. So we'll have to look back on this and see yeah. how bad we messed up when. It actually <laughs> I mean, all we really know is that the Kirby and Yoshi game are coming out this year. And then they've announced, you know, Metroid, a Pokemon, Fire a Fire Emblem, Emblem but we don't really, yeah. those are still just like logos or names. Like those yeah, maybe could them. make this year, but probably not. So like there's <laughs> stuff they, they definitely have in the waiting. You think about the January reveal last year. They announced ARMS, Splatoon 2, and Mario Odyssey all in that event, which came out, you know, throughout the year. So yeah, we could totally get true. a couple couple new games announced. Um, great. So... Let us know on Twitter. Uh, what are you hoping to see out of the Nintendo Direct? What are your predictions? We would love to uh, see what 
uh, you, the listeners, uh, think there. And, you know, I think um, we got a few minutes left here on the end of the show. I think we'll probably just end with what we're playing. We didn't get to any news this week, uh, but that's okay. I think we've had some good discussions. So mm-hmm. um, I really want to start because I've been playing one of the greatest games on the Switch. I have finally embraced the phenomenon that is Stardew Valley. I <laughs> bought it on the Switch um, over the over the break to have you know an extra game to play. And you know, I I put this on Twitter, but like I was planning on playing the Horizon or the Zelda DLC over the break. Like that was kind of like my to do list. Ended up getting Mario plus Rabbids, putting you know ten fifteen hours into that, and then getting Stardew Valley and putting like. 10 or 15 hours over that over the break as well. And like, I've already hit over 20, like and started about, <laughs> I'm hit it. I, I have to do the math, but I'm pretty sure I've put over, if I've done the math since I've gone, I've put in over one or two hours like per day, like in starting, like it's, it's so, so good. It's such an amazing hook and gameplay mechanic in there where like you're there and the actual in-game clock, if you don't pause or anything, is probably only, you know, 15, 20 minutes long for the day of activities for one that day, you do. Yeah. But yeah. like, um as you're doing that and you you know go around you water your plants you do kind of your chores first and you do some exploring maybe you go into the mines or go fishing um use up kind of all your energy kind of maxing what you can get done in the day and then as soon as you go to sleep the game saves it shows you what you earned so you really want to see that screen and the game saves and as soon as the game saves it goes and then the new day starts and right there like it's so hard to have the willpower to say like, no, I'm not gonna walk, get out of bed and just walk five feet out the door. It'll take a couple seconds to see if my new things have grown. Like, it's it just hooks you so bad that you just want to keep on playing and not put that game down and start the next day and like go it's, accomplish the next thing that you hadn't finished from the previous day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't that a na- so isn't, that's a natural phenomenon? Like the the um, civilization. Uh, Stardew Valley, like that that mentality of oh, what's one more turn? Oh, what's yeah. one more day? <laughs> exactly. And it, then you know, twenty days later, you know, two yeah, hours well, that, later, that hook is just so well implemented. And you know, it that's is, that's not even speaking to like the rest of the game mechanics. So, like it's yeah, and like I think the biggest thing is the fact that I notice is when you're playing a day, you're like, oh, you're like, oh, it's getting pretty late in the day. I just wanted to accomplish one more thing. I'm just going to play one more day so I can mm-hmm. accomplish that goal. And you'll finish that like halfway through the day and be like, oh, well, now I need to work on this. Yeah. And it has <laughs> such a good progression loop where you're constantly unlocking new things and unlocking mm-hmm. new skills to level up. And then you're like, oh, now I can make this and that'll make me more money. And then I can upgrade that so I can have a more a better farm and a more yeah. um, efficient farm and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, And so. even with like tonight, just like the, the aura and the the – the feel of the game is so like kind of relaxing and like chill that like it's not a game you necessarily want to put down in the first place because of that. So like yeah. I was playing it, I was planning to play it for like maybe one or two days, one or two days of gameplay, you know, maybe 30, 40 minutes right before we were doing the show um, after I finished dinner. And I was like, oh, I'll just do one or two days. And then I sat down, I finished my two days. I'm like, well, I said I only do two, but like, do I really want to put in destiny and like start loading up a strike and like shooting these enemies and, have to really, really focus and have this, you know, complex gameplay going on. I'm like, nah, I'll just, you know, chill and just keep on, you know, working on my farm and do doing some stuff. Yeah, it's started, the perfect so. game for, especially if you've had like a long day or a day where you don't want to really have to have something pushed back against you. It doesn't yeah. do a lot of that. Th- this yeah. game is like, I like put on my like sweats. I, I get all relaxed. I like lay down in bed, have the switch. I'm like, oh, it's just, <laughs> it's so relaxing. And the progression is so good. You when so. you play this? <laughs> I could, I could. I, uh, I, I, I I'm just like so happy. This is a good like ice cream and rom com game. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so happy to see you enjoying it so much, Jeff. After like talking about it for a year, yeah, and knowing like I haven't seen you play a game that's kind of similar to this type of game. I don't ever. I don't think so. It's it's great to see. Yeah, you stuff like yeah. That. Well, I got it off your recommendation, Aiden. So thank you for bugging me to get it because I, I mean, I'm glad in a way that I didn't get it earlier because I had like so many other games on the sure. Switch and stuff to play. Yeah. But like, it came for the perfect time. And I'm glad I will always have it on my Switch, and they're going to be updating it with more stuff. And um, yeah, yeah it's just multiplayer. It's just just a solid fun. game. I love how many choices you have in that game, and how much there is to do. Like in Animal Crossing, that loop kind of gets old for me. I dabbled in a few of those games after about 20 minutes because 
you know, it's a yeah. real world clock. And so like, oh, I've kind of done everything. I'll maybe log in later tonight or something. But this, you can just yeah. keep on going because the, the game clock just runs naturally. So, or in game. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Sorry. I just had to get up to my chest. I love it. <laughs> Fantastic. Everyone should definitely, this is a must have on the switch. You need to buy this game. If you have a switch, it's like 15 bucks, um, in the USC shop. So not, not that bad at all. Um, you guys want to share anything Bobby, before we go? Playing? So, um, over the last week or so, I played a little Banner Saga 2 again, just kind of keeping, you know, it's one of those games that you can play for a couple of minutes and not really have to do a lot, and then you can just quit, you know. And I like that. It's kind of a nice, relaxing one, good for a lunch break or something like that. Um, but then I also have been playing Assassin's Creed Origins, obviously, so progressing with that. But I kind of took a break from both of those games which is weird for me to say that I took a break from an Assassin's Creed game <laughs> to play. I purchased the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. Uh, the Frozen really Wilds. really wanted to play that. And so I have, I think I have almost eight, maybe six or seven hours into it now. Oh, wow. Nice. pretty long. <clears throat> and I'm making good progress. It adds some new enemy types, which are really hard. And really fun. Like, yeah, that, that was know, my question. Like, one of my kind of complaints with the base game was I didn't find it really that challenging. Once I got to a certain point, I feel like my character yeah. was pretty powerful. And once you figure out kind of the initial encounters with enemies, and they're pretty easy unless you really get ganged up by tons of a swarm of enemies. So, like, yeah, is this game that's what I found. noticeably harder than the base game? Or um, That's what I found is that, like, in the main base game, I got to the point, especially since I finished the game, I platinumed it, but I also finished the game at level 50. Yeah. So the highest level you could reach. And so basically everything I faced in the main game, I'd already faced. And unless, like you said, you got ganged up on, you basically just point and shoot and point and shoot, which was still fun. It still gave a little bit of a challenge. I tried different things to beat different enemies and just messing around with it. And um, But they add these newer they add some enemies that really are game changers. Like, uh, I don't know if I can say that one of the last armor things that you unlock in the main game is actually, a you on top of your normal health, you get a rechargeable shield. Yeah. yeah. The shield weaver outfit. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's super cool. And very overpowered. (laughs) It's super overpowered, and in the new DLC, there are these control towers that they send out this pulse that deactivates your shield. Oh, that's that's actually really cool. That's smart. And so I had to like use different armor. I had to do different things, and then I was doing one of them, uh, and you have to take down the control towers. And I was doing one of the control towers, and I got like I got attacked by like five of the crab walker things. Yeah, yeah. And the control tower is healing them. <laughs> oh, wow. So I do all this damage to That's them, awesome. and then they would just get fully healed as another one attacked me. And so I literally had to take out the control tower while I was being attacked. Oh, man. That, that sounds and like so, so much fun. I, I love when game designers find a good way to really enhance the difficulty yeah. and like give you a sort of handicap just... that feels fair and not just like, oh, you can't use this because you lost it. Like. It actually yeah. does a cool mechanic like that. That's really Well, and they added really some cool. new things. So there's new currency to get some new weapons and outfits. There's some new, like, characters that you get introduced to. You get to explore a whole new culture, which that was one of my favorite parts of the base game. And just the game in general was all the, like, the lore and the cultures were super mm-hmm. cool. And they add this whole nother culture that you get to play in their world. And feel out, like, there's new like a new story kind of going on here, different enemies, different main thing that you're trying to do. It's really cool. And I mean, so far, like I said, I've put six or seven hours into it. I'd say I'm probably halfway through it or so. so. Worth the price of admission. And yeah. And right now, if you have a uh, PlayStation plus, it is $15 instead of the normal $20. Awesome. And that lasts through May, I believe. So I'll probably get it before me. <laughs> I purchased it for fifteen dollars, and I'm so far. I'm like, this is fifteen dollars well spent. Very cool. Nice. Sweet. All right, Nathan. Any anything you wanted to add? Any games you're playing, or still jumping um, around from I a lot of stuff? I just wanted to get 
I just want to give a shout out to uh, Sam and Sam and Max Curse of the Brotherhood. It's a uh, environmental puzzle platformer that's been out on Steam. And it came out on Switch kind of right before Christmas. I think it was like mm-hmm. December nineteenth or something yeah. like that. It was rich on and Xbox ta- One I, I, as well. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been on some other platforms as well. But I hadn't played it at all, and I'll talk more about it on the show next week. But it is a really fun puzzle platformer um, where you're solving environmental puzzles and stuff like that. Um, and it's it's pretty easy. I'm not super far in the game. I think I'm on the second world, and I think there's like six or seven. Um, but it's just pretty relaxing and a lot of fun to figure out um, different puzzles and stuff like that. It reminds me of a much brighter and happier kind of Limbo-style game. Oh, nice. Yeah. But it has, like, full voice acting, and there's little cutscenes and stuff like that. So. Is that the Sam and Max from the LucasArts games? Um, no, it's a diff- I think it's a not Sam and Max from LucasArts. It's yeah. a okay. different... Um, it's like an indie team. Yeah, it's an indie team. But it, it's a really fun game, so I'll talk more about it on the show next week. But, yeah, and really enjoying yeah. that. Yeah, we'll look forward to your more in-depth impressions and review uh, probably next week. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. We will leave you with the summer nature's crescendo theme from Stardew Valley. Enjoy and have a great week, everyone. See ya.